0: Once again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
2: Where are you, Slate?
3: Stop yelling in my ear. I'm right beside you. Did you find the candles?
2: Where you told me, in the pantry under sea. I knocked over the Brussels sprouts under B to get them.
3: Serves you right. I told you to put the Brussels sprouts under S. Hold still till I light them. Yeah, that's a little better. All the
2: lines are down, huh?
3: Telephone is in. That's about all.
2: There goes that hotel sign again. It's always falling down.
3: Yeah, ever since the last time you sang in the shower.
2: I'll get it. Quickly, come on in. Okay. Up there, it's wet. Come in so I can close the door. You're going to have to register by candlelight, miss. The management isn't trying to be romantic. It's just that the electricity is out. Who are you? Where is this?
3: What's the matter with you?
2: Tell me, where? Slate. Slate, come here. Look at her, Slate.
3: What do you think I'm doing?
2: Hold your candle up to her.
3: Yeah. Tell me when my hand catches on fire. Nice rain we're having, isn't it, Miss?
2: Don't come near me. Don't come near me. Slate, watch her. She's got a gun.
3: Hey, take it easy. You little fool, drop that gun. Your
0: hands, take them off.
3: Drop it, it, I said. Okay, sis. You made a good entrance. Now tell me why you did... Well, me or the cops?
2: Cut it out, Slate. Can't you see she's sick? We'd better get a doctor.
3: When a girl roams around in a storm with a gun, she needs a cop.
2: This time we'll do it my way. We'll get a doctor. Mr. Bentley!
4: Let me in! Mr. Bentley!
3: What's the matter, Amy? Oh. Storm not make you edgy. Make you want to go prowling? Jude, it's gone. Hey, get in here. Now, you're fooling me about Judith being gone, ain't you? Well, you know you don't need no crazy excuse like that to come talk to me any time of the day or night. You're fooling her? Huh? No.
2: I looked all over the main house, in every room, every place she could hide. She's just disappeared.
3: And you're her nurse, ain't you, Amy? You're supposed to watch over my fiancée, Miss Judith, like she was a crawling baby.
2: Oh, I must have fallen asleep. We'll find her. All we have to do is call the police, tell them that she's sick.
3: And let Miss Judith cry and moan and wail on the shoulder, spill out what we've been trying to do to her for the past year? Well, oh, they won't believe her. It'll just prove she's unbalanced. She's sick in her mind. Just a little bit longer. A little bit. And I'd have had control of her sugar plantation, her money, the whole shebang. Me, just an ordinary boy from the country with a knack for managing. And you fell asleep. I'll find
2: her for you. You'll see. I'll find her. Sure you will. And they'll put her away. And it'll be just you and me. Just the way you wanted. The way you planned.
3: You sure fancy yourself, don't you, Amy? John Bentley speaking. This is Slate Shannon. A girl came into my place a while ago. You're lucky, mister. I just lost one. Maybe this one belongs to you, then. Judith Harper. This phone number, Eldorado 13... You get acquainted fast, mister. We found it in her purse. She wanted in here sick with a gun, tried to shoot me. We got a doctor. If she's yours, maybe you better come and get her. Sure thing, mister. Just tell me where. Shannon's place on the waterfront. I'll send her nurse, mister. Because my Miss Judith is sicker than you know.
2: Someone found her.
3: She's at Channon's place on the waterfront. You're so lucky, Amy. You just don't know how lucky you are. John, I... Get her. Bring her back to me. I don't care how. Just bring her back.
5: I have talked to the young lady, senor. Senorita.
3: How is she, doctor?
5: Buena. Very good. Quiet. She is tip up. That
2: medical talk confuses me. An hour ago, that girl was ready to fall on her face.
3: A few seconds before that, she was ready to shoot me. I don't blame her. Then you were her mortal enemy. I always thought I looked pretty rakish by candlelight.
2: I meant to talk to you about that, slave.
3: Hear me,
5: senor. This girl is pursued by a fear. A fear of going insane. I have the fragments of the story.
3: and We want to hear it. Beautiful girl like that. Sick, terrified.
5: He's
2: trying to say he wants to help, doctor.
5: And the young lady needs whatever help. Now that she has told me of herself, it is my guess she will recover quickly. Recover from what? I will not bore you with technical phrases. This girl is frightened of what is at
3: home. She must not be sent back there. Now, wait a minute, doctor. I can't take care of her. I got enough with this one.
2: Perhaps. Look, doc. If you think I'm going to fade out of the picture on account of her, you've got a silly little cerebellum. Cerebellum, doc. Doc. I said it, and I'm glad.
5: I am suggesting merely a place of rest. I know of one.
3: Yeah, so do I. On Marino Key, there's a place there, kind of a hotel. People go there when they feel they've been in the world too much. It's a... Now, wait a minute. What can I do for you?
2: Where is she? Where's Judith Harper? Who are you? I'm my nurse. Where's Judith?
3: She's in that room. Don't worry about it. The doctor said she'd be all right. I
2: don't care what the doctor said. I want to see her.
3: All right. Hello, Judith. Someone wants to see you.
2: Get her out of here. Get her out. I'll teach you to talk to me like that. To me. Hey,
3: have you gone out of your mind? Leave her alone. Get
2: out of here, you. I said get...
3: You're all through saying, let's go. Fool. I said we're leaving. See, we just did.
2: You don't know what you're doing.
3: And you don't know what's happening to you. You're getting thrown out of a hotel. Good night, nurse.
2: Ready to shove off, Slate?
3: Just about. Give me a hand with this line.
2: Aye, aye. Got it.
3: How's the girl?
2: She's asleep below. I tucked her in.
3: I told you I'd take care of that.
2: And that's why I tucked
3: her in. I don't know about you, sailor. Sometimes I get the feeling you're possessive. She shot at you once because you wanted to touch her. She was out of her mind. Besides, she missed. But I'm not.
2: And I wouldn't miss. And for the same reason.
3: Yeah, that's what I said. You tucked her in good like I told you, huh?
2: Soothed her fevered brow. Hummed the lullaby. Mentioned your name. Can we go now?
3: Yeah. Take the wheel, sailor. I'm going to go below to check on a few. Hey, hey, you, mister. Hold it up a minute. Sorry, Buster. We're. Hey. The reason I yelled, hold it up, is you may not be going no place. I thought I'd tell you. You told me. Now you can get off the boat. You're a cute one, Mr. Shannon. You throw Miss Judith's nurse away from her. Now, you're going to throw me off the boat.
2: That's my slate. He ain't partial to no one, never.
3: I told you on the phone, Shannon, Miss Judith is sick. She goes home with me where she belongs, where she gets healed by my love. The
2: doctor said she... Pardon said... me
3: for interrupting, lady, but what's a doctor say against the opinion of my big fist? You've got a point there, Buster. Maybe I can dull it for you. Yeah, You're just crying for it, ain't you, Shannon? <laughs> Your fist wasn't big enough. Get A big boy like you.
2: You didn't ask him if he could swim, Slate.
3: He'll learn. Let's go to Marino Key, sailor. Comfortable, Judith?
4: Yes.
0: So wonderful here, sitting on the deck. The ocean, the air.
3: There isn't much that combination can't cure.
0: I want to apologize to you, Mr. Shannon.
3: <laughs> but taking a shot at me, forget it. If it didn't happen at least once a week. Hey, sailor, what's the matter with you? You let her fall into the trough.
2: Look to starboard, Slate. Over there, those clouds.
3: Oh, yeah. The black squall. We'd better get below, Judith.
2: I don't mind. I like the rain. Here
3: it comes, Slate like a real one. Come on, Judith. Below. Then here she goes, sailor.
2: She's okay, slave. I just fixed her something hot to drink.
3: It's a nice rescue we're giving her.
2: You know, I think she's liking it. She... Hey, Slade, what's happening? Look at the compass.
3: Your prying eye. Yeah, sailor, the rudder's broke. I think we hit a slab of driftwood.
2: You mean we've been drifting all this time?
3: The last 15 minutes. Look ahead, sailor. Lights? Uh Uh-huh. If this current holds, we'll get through the channel between them. Where are we? Someplace in Merino Key. Only these lights aren't marked on the chart. I don't know who we can thank for them.
2: Maybe we'll find out. Watch that tide rip. Are
3: you all right, sailor?
2: What happened?
3: As far as I can make out, we're aground on a reef. But the lights. They put us there. Better go see about Judith. Tell her to get comfortable all over again. I got an idea we're gonna stay here for a while. <laughs> tide's out now. We can walk to shore along this reef. Think you can make it all right, Judith?
2: I think so. I feel wonderful.
3: Uh, I could carry you.
2: You heard her. She feels wonderful.
3: (laughs) Here, Judith, I'll give you a hand over the side.
2: Uh What about me?
3: Just don't rip your jeans. You left your other pair home.
2: That's about me.
3: We're lucky the storm only lasted tonight. If it had gone on any longer, the bold venture would have been beaten to death against those rocks.
2: You check her, slate.
3: Yeah, just a few scars. All we need is a new propeller and a new rudder. Maybe I can bite one out of that palm tree.
2: Why not just ask the man for one? Huh? The man standing underneath the palm tree, waving hello to us. I bet he's got lots of used propellers.
5: Welcome! Welcome! Nice welcome to my island. Look, you, whoever you are. Charles Dane is whoever I am. And whoever you are, I am delighted the sharks did not smell you out during the night. You shill for sharks? <laughs> Only for myself, dear one. And Now you may kiss the sands of my island, for you have found a refuge.
3: Well, that's good, because...
5: Because it's a refuge you will never want to leave. Welcome. <laughs>
0: Now, back to Bold Venture. Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall... ...and the second act of our story.
5: You see, dear ones... ...all the delicacies of civilization... ...without its penalties. These rare books... These exquisite paintings. The gossamer objects of art. My last
3: guests admired them deeply. All loot from shipwrecks you arranged with those lights, Charlie. Not loot, dear one. Let us say, rather, the spoils of
5: fortune. These perfumes, Mr. Val, a fragile twilight fragrance at your disposal during your stay.
2: I like the one you're wearing, Charlie.
5: You have deserting taste. We shall get along famously, we do. And this radio. I hope it has music that becomes you, Mr. Val.
2: What do you think, Charlie? Does it become me?
5: A tawdry substitute, dear one. Your music should be of impassioned space, of fiery gardens, of...
3: Easy, boy, easy. Heel, boy. Quite right. I mustn't overdo.
5: Yes, what is it, brother? You may come whisper in my ear. Thank you, Prado. Prado informs me that Miss Harper is quite comfortable in the guest room and that your boat has been floated and tied up at my private pier.
3: Which brings us to the, the question of...
5: Uh, please, Mr. Shannon, I uh, care I, uh, to hear Apple
6: this. News Senorita Judith Harper, owner of the vast sugar plantation on the outskirts of Havana, has disappeared. Any knowledge of her whereabouts is to be communicated to her plantation manager, Senor John Bentley.
5: Mr. Shannon... My deepest bow to you. You are a kindred soul. I pirate ships. You... Judith's
3: a sick girl. We were taking her to Merino Key so she could rest, so she could get well. If she goes back, she'll have a relapse. She'll... You can
2: stop now, Slate. Charlie's not listening.
5: Come, Mr. Shannon. I want to show you a thing. Come. Don't go away, sailor. the thing a shortwave radio transmitter my contact with the other lonely souls of this world
3: you're going to get word to bentley after what we told you precisely
5: i believe bentley should be with us for the game well, what game a precious game a delightful game a game that could possibly kill you <laughs> Mr. Sharon, I've been trying to attract your attention.
3: Well, to be honest with you, Charlie, I was hoping you'd never make it. Have I done anything to affront you? Now, let's put it this way. How am I going to get this propeller repaired? How long do we have to stay on this island? And I shall answer you.
5: Of the propeller? Well, some time ago, there was an almost identical storm such as this. And an almost identical boat as yours pounded itself against the identical reef.
3: Oh, is the name of that boat the Capri? The identical name. Reported missing in a squall three months ago, never heard from. What happened to the man on that boat? Which brings us to the second question When shall you leave here? Never,
5: I'm afraid. Now
3: look, friend, I asked you a civil question, so I want a nice, clear answer. Please to note, you're soiling my linens, Mr. Shannon. And please to note.
5: Well done, Prado! Prado watches over me, Mr. Shannon. And when you touch me, his hackles rise. And if you will, sir, you might cast a glance out there, seaward. Another boat. In haste to answer my message to Havana. Oh, have no fear, the tide is in. The boat will not crash on the reef. Now, do try to look more neat for dinner. Good afternoon,
3: sir. Aren't you grateful to Mr. Dane, honey, that he got word to me so I could come and take you back with me in the boat?
0: Don't touch me. Keep away from me.
3: Oh, can you say things like that, honey? You Eh?
0: don't want me. You want the plantation and the money and that
5: woman.
3: Honey, just by saying things like that proves you ain't well in your mind. That's why I just got to take you back.
5: Before we have our dinner, Mr. Bentley... What are you doing
3: in here? Two
5: things. One, eavesdropping because I thrive on it. And second, inviting you to dinner. I thrive on that, too.
3: I'm taking her out of here
5: now. I don't think so. I'm afraid you have no choice, Mr. Bentley. You like games, Miss Harper? (laughs) You haven't tasted the roast pheasant, Miss Harper.
2: I don't care for any.
5: But you should eat, my child.
3: I've heard you've been ill. Leave her alone. Hey, sailor, you want that pheasant giblet?
2: I'll trade you for the neck.
3: Hey, Charlie. Yes, Mr. Shannon? The rye bread.
2: Save me the heel slate.
5: You people have fine appetites. I'm happy for you.
2: I've got to hand it to you, Charlie. You serve a fine blue plate.
5: Por
6: favor, senor. How many will there be for dessert?
5: We shall see. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have enjoyed my humble board. And now, the piece de resistance. I give you a game. Here, here.
2: Slate, you've been dying to say that ever since you saw that British picture.
5: A game, ladies and gentlemen, with this revolver I have here in my hand, Russian roulette.
3: Well, hey, you really are crazy, Charlie. That game can be fatal. As I told you, it could be. Six chambers
5: in this revolver, but one bullet. Each of you shall spin the chamber, place the gun to your head, pull the trigger.
3: So help me, Dana. Hush, just... sir,
5: hush. Or Prado will shoot you in the back. Now, shall we play so that Prado can signal the cook how many there will be for dessert? You first, Mr. Harper. Take the gun. Thank you. Now, spin the chamber. Just so. Of course, you may close your eyes, my dear. I congratulate you. Mr. Val. if you please.
2: I'll keep my eyes on you, Slate.
5: All right, sailor. You'll be with me another day, Mr. Val. I am thankful. Uh, Please pass the gun to Mr. Shannon.
3: Always pass a gun, but first, sailor. Hi, sailor.
5: I'm thankful, Slate. Now, please pass the gun to Mr. Bentley.
3: You're crazy, all of you. I'm not going to have any part of this. They're all of you out of your minds. Hello! All right. All right, give me the gun.
5: I am pleased, Miss Harper. (laughs) Mr. Bentley shot himself dead and it amused you, too. I pronounce the dinner a success. May we have another try tomorrow?
2: Mr. Dane. Yes? I've been waiting for this chance to see you alone.
5: It sends a delicious thrill through me.
2: I've never known a man like you.
5: Of course you haven't, dear one.
2: I want it to go on. If you sent slate away, it could be any way you wanted it.
5: Whatever you... (laughs) What a pathetic effort. And ludicrous. To waste your feminine guile so on me. It didn't do
2: anything to you, huh, Charlie? I must be slipping.
5: With any other man, you would have had a brilliant triumph. With me... I am a man of small pleasures, Mr. Val. Not you or anything will deny me my childish game. Beat it. Dear one. And now it's your turn, Miss Harper. Give her the revolver,
3: Shannon. Yeah. It's one and six, Judith.
0: I don't think it matters
5: very much. We all die. The approaching storm makes you moody, Miss Harper. Play. It will pass. Bravo. Well done. Three days and you all still survive. However, there is still tomorrow. Four for dessert, Prado. (laughs) Mr. Shannon, Mr. Duval. Take them out on the reef, Prado. Si, senor. You're lagging, Mr. Duval. Come, come, those lanterns aren't that heavy. Why don't you light up your own shipwrecks, Charlie? Don't worry about your conscience, dear one. It won't be with you very long.
3: Okay, Prado, take the gun out of my back. I'm walking. But walk faster. You too, senorita.
5: I shall wait here
7: and observe.
5: Hurry back, dear ones. I'm desolate without
7: you. Aquí. Put a lantern here. Bueno. Adelaide. Move.
2: What a racket this Charlie has. Arranging these lights to make it look like a clear channel.
3: Naki, here. A lantern. Sailor.
2: I can't hear you. Speak up.
3: After we set down the next lantern, slip. Fall. Grab Prado. You too. No
6: whisper. Here. A lantern. See, senorita. My pleasure.
3: You're wrong, kid. It's mine.
2: Senor Dane. Senor Dane. You
3: said the wrong thing, Prado. Now what? Now what is? We've got his gun.
0: What's the matter, Prado? What's wrong? Prado!
2: Prado!
3: Get out of the way, sailor. Out of the way is in the water. That's right. Get in it. It's not deep. Just hold on to that rock. Prado! Quick, sailor.
5: What are you going to do?
3: I'm going to be a hero. Get in that ocean.
5: Did you get Potter, Shannon? I got him. My congratulations, sir. Ah. <laughs> does it hurt, Shannon? Where? In the stomach? Or did I get you? <laughs> oh. oh!
3: It hurt, didn't it, Charlie, for a time. It doesn't hurt anymore, does it? Sailor. I heard you cry out when
2: Charlie shot.
3: Well, what do you do when a bullet creases your skull?
2: I run to somebody so I can put my head on his shoulder.
3: Lend me a shoulder, sailor. I got just the head for you.
2: Lean on me, Slate. I'll see you get home. A postcard from the rest home on Marino Key. Judith is doing fine.
3: Yeah, look at the P.S. She wishes we were there.
2: I guess she figures we need a rest.
3: You want to go? I might. Why don't you? Nothing's keeping you here.
2: Yes, there is. Me? Oh. I'm waiting for the man from the grocery store. I ordered a couple dozen candles in case the lights go out again.
3: (laughs) What's the matter? You afraid of the dark? You don't know what to do? What's to do? This. That's what's to do. Hey, where are you going?
2: To the fuse box. Something's wrong with these lights.
3: What's wrong with them? They're on.
2: That's what's wrong, Slate. Nothing ever happens till the lights go out.
4: (laughs)
1: at checkout. Don't wait. Get 50% off your first month. Just use promo code 1001stories at BritBox.com. Try it. You'll like it.
0: again, the magic names of Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall bring you Bold Venture and a tale of mystery and intrigue.
3: Take the wheel, sailor, steady as she goes.
2: What's the matter? You tired? Want to get some sleep?
3: I'll sleep in Havana. Right now, I want to stand back and admire those jeans you bought in Key West.
2: You twisted my arm. Like them?
3: I don't know. I kind of have my heart set on something with fringe, something frilly and feminine.
2: They've got copper rivets. How frilly can you get?
3: (laughs) I don't know about you, sailor. You begged me for a week to take you on a shopping trip. You finally wheedled me into it.
2: Wheedle, he says. I darn your socks, do KP. If we had a lawn, you'd have had me mowing it. So what's Weedle? Oh, I
3: made you earn your money. What do you do with it? Buy a pair of cowboy pants.
2: You picked them out yourself. You said they did something for me.
3: They do, sailor. They do. And for me, too. They... Wait a minute. Turn on that searchlight.
2: Because you want me to walk up and down for you? So you can admire me some more.
3: Now, there's something out there on the water drifting through the mist. Turn it on, sailor. Aye, aye. Swing it over to starboard. Yeah. It's a lifeboat, just drifting.
2: People in it, Slate. They look... They're lying there huddled in a heap.
3: Pull up alongside, sailor, quick. Bring her in close. Ahoy! Ahoy!
2: They can't answer you, Slate, there.
3: Yeah. Hold her tight, sailor. I'm going to board her. Steady. Closer. A little Closer. Okay, cut your motors.
2: What's wrong, Slate? What's the matter?
3: Four men, machine gun, dead.
2: Slate, come back.
3: Whoever did it tried to sink them. Boats riddled, too. Look at those rips in the topside stuffed up with bloody pieces of clothes, rags. One of them must have lived a little while.
2: Who does things like that?
3: Here's a packet of hardtack lying here. Stenciled Mary Kay. Throw me a line, sailor. We just bought ourselves a funeral. Captain? Oh, good morning, Buck. Grab yourself a chair. You got something for me, Buck?
6: One hundred five dollar bills, fifty ten dollar bills, new, crisp, and American. If.
3: Oh, on to the dough
6: till we get outside. In the bank, when I changed the money into clean bills, the clerk asked me how I came by such filthy currency. And you put a finger to your trim mustache and told him what? That I was a rent collector in the barrio. I can arrange for another shipment very shortly.
3: I can use some more money. (laughs) The
6: simplicity of it. Refugees will get somehow into Cuba, then want to sneak into the States at $500 per sneak. Load them on the Mary Kay, sail the boat in circles for a few hours, tell the people that we are near Key West, put them in a lifeboat, shoot them, sink the lifeboat. No trace back to us, the American phrase is, is it? No, no trace back. It'll do. <laughs>
3: Take your places in line, senor, senorita. There are many who have priority over you. Now look, Chico, I told you, the harbor police sent us over. Once around you, senor Shannon, all these people who wait have tried to seduce from me a hearing with the port authority, each with his own feeble excuse. They sit, they wait. You will do the same. Get off your fat desk, Chico. Maybe you can convince easier. Off your...
2: Put him down, Slate. I've got a better way.
3: This is matter of manhandling an official... However, thank you for your kindness, Senorita.
2: We found a lifeboat drifting in the Caribbean with four dead men in it. Oh, I pity for your limpid eyes to gaze upon such things. And the packet marked Mary Kay. The Mary Kay.
3: You saw this? You are
7: proof positive?
3: Better than that. We'll accept no substitutes. Not even for you, Chico. Get us to your boss.
7: Of course, naturally.
2: One moment.
3: Immediately how easy it is, Slate? Yeah. I wish I had limp eyes. Limp it. Put it in your diary, Sailor, how a blown-up little man once said to you... Please to go in you both. Signor Estrella will speak to you of your matter. Roy so Sailor, he did peachy. uh ah,
2: It might spoil him for somebody else.
3: Come on. Senor Buck... Here is a threat of incentive. Listen well, senor. Two are here, Shannon and Duval. They are heavy with knowledge of the Mary Excellent. And for me, your hundred dollars will be a joy. It is of no moment to me what you do to them.
4: Forever thank you,
0: senor Buck. <laughs>
6: What you tell me is uh, most interesting, senor Shannon.
3: Four dead men in a boat, senor, shot to death. Ah, interesting. When I turned the boat over to the harbor police, I told them I thought the men had been machine-gunned to death. They agreed. Ah,
6: interesting.
2: Yeah, I guess that's pretty interesting. Four dead men, machine-gunned, drifting around in the middle of the ocean. Let's go,
3: Slate. We're boring
2: the man. Eh,
6: please, senorita. The lady's right.
3: What do we have to do to get a rise out of you?
6: Just tell me about this small carton here. The hardtack? The hardtack, sir. I mean the words printed on the carton.
3: The Mary Kay? Look, how much you have to explain to the port authority? The Mary Kay is the name of a boat. Name
2: the Mary Kay.
6: I know. I know. Now I will tell you something. One year ago, the Mary Kay leave Havana for Hanoi. She pick up a load of unbleached linen at San Domingo. And what I'm going to tell you next, senor, senorita, this will be interesting.
2: I doubt it, but go ahead.
6: The Mary has not been heard of since.
2: Why don't you try to get some rest, Sveit? You haven't slept since we left Key West.
3: That eats me. It eats me why four men are machine gunned in an open boat after burning the sun left to the seagulls.
2: Don't think about it anymore. We've done all we can
3: do. Four guys with their mouths open in a scream, screaming across an empty sea. Nobody to hear them.
2: The authorities have got it, Slate. Let them keep it. Belongs to them.
3: Yeah. It interests them. Isn't that what the man said? That it interested him?
2: That was just his way of saying it bothered him. Four dead men off a boat that hasn't been heard of in a year. There aren't many words for that.
3: Could yeah. have shed an official tear, had a catch in his throat. Whatever is the standard operating emotion when four men die You didn't want to die.
2: It's in their hands, Slate. Don't try to take it away from them. It might hurt you more.
3: I've seen men dead like that. In a war. But never on a tropical sea. That's for living like you dreamed. Reaching out your hand.
2: I know. It's for what I've got with... What can I do, Slate, to wash that look out of your eyes?
3: The door to my office is closed, Buster. It's crooked here to knock first. I'm certain you will forgive me because tragedy does
6: not wait to knock upon the door.
2: We've got our own troubles, mister. Head yours somewhere else.
3: This thing of the Mary
6: Kay has brought anguish to all of us, has it not, my son?
3: What do you know about the Mary Kay? Only that six months ago,
6: my brother booked passage on her. It was never seen again. That's impossible. The
3: Mary Kay was reported lost at sea a year ago.
6: This is not so.
3: Six months ago my brother boarded her. We must take it to the cops. Things like this the interest them, they tell me.
6: Please give me out. My
3: brother was a refugee
6: illegally in this country, trying to gain entry into the States illegally under american I am in all ways like my brother.
2: Now we know why you can't go to the police. That
3: to
6: The question of why I am here. To take it to well, a man who knows everything of the Merricay. To ask you to plead with him for a morsel about my brother. To ask him if my brother's destiny was similar to the man whom he found. Ah, How do you know about that? In the barrio, in the place of the lost and the not lost, Word comes to us. The scavenge for it. You will come with me to the Café Pollo, where he is. Both of you? Just me.
3: I'll need her to come back to. You. <laughs>
4: My friend
6: will be delighted to see you, Mr. Shannon. I'm happy for your friend.
3: still haven't told me who
6: he is. His own identification, he will be. I am not at liberty.
3: Ed, please, in Mm. here.
6: He is here, my captain.
3: Captain of what? Captain Dana. Sit down, Shannon. Thanks. You're going to tell me about the Mary Kay? Sure. I'll pour your coffee for you, Shannon. You like coffee? I could use some. Ah, that's fine coffee. Oh, I once sailed a boat up the Orinoco. I brought all the coffee beans back with me, the boat would hold.
6: My captain is a gentleman of exquisite tastes.
3: You said you sailed a boat. Your own? My own. A schooner. Named the Mary Kay? Uh Uh-huh.
6: Isn't that delightful?
3: Oh. Mary Kay. Yeah. Open Open the window. Hey, uh, I'm talking to you. Open it.
6: Something wrong, Mr. Shannon?
3: Uh, Stuffy. Let's see. What about the Mary Kay, Captain? Tell me. You found a boat, Shannon. That boat was off my ship. Couldn't be. Mary Kay. I heard from for a year. Sunk, probably. Not sunk? She's lying in a cove down the coast. Huh? You're beginning to look like a man who hasn't had it too easy, Shannon. Huh? Eh uh, Something in the Something in that coffee. Dope me. Don't fight it, Shannon. Got it. Got to get out of here. Here. Got it. Must not let him, Captain. Don't worry about it. What Shannon needs is some nice air. My captain is so understanding.
0: Our stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall, and the second act of our story.
7: Ladies say, Lord, she go on buying spree To get for herself some finery She pose and she strut, then she cry in her throat for in the ocean sea are four dead in a boat. She cried to Mr. Slate, what do they dare? These dead men sailing in the cold cold air. Mr. Slate, he say we ask authority, for such things are no man's destiny. That's just about the way he said it, King. I know how Mr. Slate feel inside about such things. That's why I try to give it song.
2: <laughs> You're good, King. You ought to go into the business.
7: The business of explaining people to themselves? <laughs> I do not own a doctor's couch. All I have in the world is a guitar and a calypso song. And Slate and me. Yes, and Mr. Slate and Lady Sailor. But one of you is now missing. That man was taking him to the Café Poyo. He said that... I know the Café Poyo.
2: Oh? What about it, King?
7: Only that if men do not return from it in a proper interval of time, they should be called for. You're telling me to... to... To go find Mr. Slate, to bring him back.
2: Yeah. The joint doesn't run so good without him, does it? Keep a light in the window for us, King.
6: You are looking for something, Miss Duval? Refreshment, perhaps?
2: A Slate, where is he?
6: It is a world of coincidences, my Miss well
2: I'll take it up with you later. Right now, all I want is Slate.
6: A world of coincidences because I was about to go looking for you.
2: So I saved your trolley fare. That wins me a prize. Slate Shannon.
6: <laughs> a woman like you. Any man in the world will grovel at your feet and all you want is...
2: <laughs> <laughs> because he doesn't grovel. <laughs> slate came here with you because you wanted help about your brother on the Mary Kay. When he left here, did he tell you where he was going?
6: No, but I will take you to him.
2: Ah, uh-uh. I'll find him myself.
6: I will take you to him, Miss Duval. Well. This gun in my coat pocket says you cannot deny me this moment. Huh? This gun.
2: Oh, that's what I like about you. You're so helpless. Lead on, gun. <laughs>
3: How do you feel, Shannon? Sierra kissing your back with us? Uh, what'd you put in that coffee? The recipe my galley could taught me. Good, huh? Uh, I had better and leia. Laid me up for three days. They thought I was dead. Don't get eager, Shannon. This time you'll be dead for real. From the lousy coffee? From bullets from this Tommy gun. Like what you did to the four men I found in your lifeboat, huh? Just like that. Only this time, nobody finds anything. You want me to ask you why? All right. See? I'm asking why. Good question. Because when you found that lifeboat, found it was off the Mary Kay, you became a refugee. Like those other people at the other end of this boat? Just like that. Except they pay me 500 a head to die. You get yours for nothing. Free. They think they're going to America. You can't do that to those people. They've scraped, they've begged, they've cried against alley walls. What happened to you, Dana? In what slime did you get sick? (laughs) I'm generous. I'm going to take these poor hulks aboard the Mary Kay, give them a break, sail them around a little, let them get a sniff at what they've been dreaming about. Listen to me, you people! They'll kill you! You'll never get what you want! You're talked out of turn, Shannon. Get back, you filth. Get back. You want to see the Mary Kay, don't you? Ah, that's good. Just be nice little refugees and Captain Dane will find your home.
6: Down those steps, into the hole.
2: After
6: you. I said, down those steps.
2: Hey. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry about that entrance. I was pushed.
6: Lady, of these four of us, the rest, they do not understand your speech. Only I. The other one, the one in the corner, speaks nothing.
2: What are you doing here?
6: Nearing the end of a dream. we are going to America.
2: You mean you're entering the states illegally?
7: For the same $500 which you have paid. Sit down with us and... Uh...
2: One of your friends sounds like he's getting paradise the hard way.
6: The one in the corner? Oh, oh my
3: head. Where am I?
2: Slate! Slate, this is Sailor. What happened to you? Oh.
3: Sailor? How did you get here?
2: If I'd have known that man was taking me to you, I'd have gone quietly. He wouldn't have needed a gun. Oh. What man? Our boy who took you to the Café Poirot.
3: You followed me, huh? You know what you got yourself into? I know. This is the Mary Kay. It's a phantom ship. Lives in this rotting cove. Sails to sea with people without passports. It gives them to the sea. Dead. Those people
2: are refugees? Those four over there watching us?
3: Yeah. The only difference is we get the ride free. You people down there! We're setting sail. Just relax. It'll take no time at all. It's going to be tough, sailor. Getting them to believe us. They've been promising America to themselves for who knows how long.
2: You've got to make them understand. That one's Slate, the tall man in the leather jacket. He's the only one who speaks English.
3: I'll right, try You, mister. Laszlo Fannick. Slate Shannon. Mr. Val uh, tells me you speak English. Poorly. You've got an idea you're going to America. You're wrong. What are you saying? The men who sail this boat are lying to you. They've taken your money. They're going to load you in a boat. They're going to spray you with machine gun bullets. Please, slowly. They're going to kill all of us and dump us into the ocean. We go to America. You'll never see it, A a chest. A trick. Call it anything you like, mister. You don't believe what I'm telling you? Ducks. You, me, your friends, Mr. Val. Dead ones. There's
6: sincerity in your face. However, we cannot turn aside a dream for that.
3: Look, listen to me. Yesterday, four men were picked up at sea. They were in a small boat. I have knowledge of this from the newspaper. The boat was off this schooner. You're lying. Off this boat. The Mary Kay. By the time I get you to believe it, it'll be too late. I need your help. So close to America. You've never been further away. He would kill you if you lied. I'd expect you to. Speak some more to me. In a little while, that door up there will open. A man will come through. He'll probably have a Tommy.
4: Good
6: people. Lucky people. Stand up. On your feet. Perhaps you did not understand me. I shall repeat myself.
2: Just tell us once what you're doing with that tommy gun in your hands.
3: Keep your lovely lips shut, Miss Duvel. A tommy gun makes you a big man, doesn't it, Buck? Why don't you answer the lady? Just stand aside, Shannon. I'm talking to
6: these people. I am their friend. They tell us they are our friends. They tell us you are not. They tell us you wish to kill us. Have those steps. Tell the others quickly. This quick enough. Get the Get
3: the you got a good aim, sailor. He's not going to make much noise with your handkerchief in his mouth.
2: You tell him not to chew it into shreds. It's the only one I got with my initials on it. Now what, Mr. Shannon?
3: Now pick up that gun. Yes. And now? We're going on deck. You and your people will take care of the crew. And you? I want Dana all to myself.
2: And what do I do?
3: Up on deck, there's going to be a Tommy gun, sailor. It sprays bullets. You stay here. Find something heavy and amuse Bach with it. You say
2: so. Uh, Bachy, old boy, it's just you and me. If you blink an eyelash, I'm going to let you have it right where you think.
3: <laughs> That's my sailor. Come on, Vanek Here's a wheel shelter, Vannick. There's a man up forward. You're on your own. Good luck, Mr. Shannon. Yeah. That's you, Buck? They loaded? No, they're not loaded. Shannon? Well, well. Now, who's gonna be sorry for who? Now, tell me, what
4: happened?
3: That happened. That's throwing your crew into the ocean, my captain. Before you try to find the gun, try this first. I like it better, it's right, anyway you want it. Yeah, I'll pass it on. Your trip's over, Captain.
7: The boat's in our hands, Richard.
3: We'll head her back to Havana. No. This we cannot do. We have
6: come too far to turn back. You will take the power launch and return to Havana. We will take our chances. I'll pick you up. You'll never make it. We will take our chances. Okay. Suit
3: yourself. How'd you make out, sailor?
2: Three hits, no errors. How about you?
3: I'll tell you about it on the way home. Slate? Well, what?
2: I've been standing in front of you for ten minutes at parade rest. Haven't you noticed anything?
3: let me look. Oh, you're wearing fingernail polish.
2: Notice anything else?
3: Shoes with heels.
2: That's right. Keep trying.
3: Oh. Oh, you mean the dress. I didn't notice.
2: If you wore one, I'd notice.
3: (laughs) Well... You've seen one dress, you've seen them all, I always say.
2: Oh, is that what you always say? I always say... Come here.
3: Why do you always talk so much?
2: A girl likes to call attention to... ...herself. Why do I always talk so much? And so
0: our two stars, Humphrey Bogart and Lauren Bacall